0: Welcome back to the Ancient Health Podcast, where we educate you on real health solutions that will help transform the way you live, feel, and overcome disease naturally. I'm your host, Courtney Versage, along with Dr. Josh Axe and Dr. Chris Motley. We're so happy you've joined us. Let's dive into today's episode. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Health Institute Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Motley. And today I have a very special guest, a good friend of mine, Dr. Patrick Porter, And I'm going to read this guy's bio because he is all things mindset. And we here at the Institute really cherish uh, the connection of how the mind can control and help influence the health of an individual. On a side note, Courtney sends her best. Courtney had a little baby girl, Marley, and so she's resting today. So she sends her best. Dr. Axe sends his best to you as well, Dr. Porter. So let's give a little description and then we're going to let Dr. Porter take the field. So Dr. Patrick Porter is a PhD. He's an award-winning author, educator, a consultant, entrepreneur, and speaker. With 20 years of experience operating the largest self-help franchise in the world, he has become a highly sought-after expert within the personal improvement industry, having sold over 3 million of his self-help products worldwide. Dr. Porter also is a dean of mind-based studies at the International Quantum University of Integrative Medicine. Dr. Porter has been on the cutting edge of brainwave entrainment technology for 32 years. His newest brain training platform, BrainTap, is distinctively designed to activate the brain's neuroplasticity. The BrainTap headset uses light and sound technology in combination with Dr. Porter's proprietary guided visualization audio sessions to help people achieve brain fitness, overcome stress, lose weight, stop smoking, manage pain, accelerate their learning, and also have superb sleep and making so many numbers of Improved lifestyle choices. So, Dr. Porter, thank you so much for joining us today on this podcast.
1: Great to be here, Dr. Motley. I'm good to be here.
0: Well, you're on Hey, you're on vacation now. I want to make sure that our time is succinct and well used, okay? So, first of all, I want you to, um, can you give us, we've already talked about your bio, but can you give us added anything else about what got you into this realm? And we're going to go over some notes and some questions, but what got you into this realm or why is it so important to you?
1: Well, I think like most people, I had my own issues. Uh, I Unfortunately for me, but it was fortunate in how it happened was my dad was an alcoholic. So he got our family to look at things and there were nine of us in our family. So my mother started off first with nutrition and got, us, got our nutrition right. And that's why I believe the first wave of wellness is nutrition, because without that, we probably wouldn't have made the next step. And then, of course, you got to get out there moving and breathing. And this is a problem we have with our youth today. I mean, I just read a report. Over 50% of incoming kindergartners are obese. There's an issue here. People aren't getting up and moving. They put people in front of screens and they don't, you know, it's the next new smoking, right? And then the third phase for me was when my dad learned how to do meditation using the Silva method. We used a galvanic skin response system to train our brains to go to alpha. And that really changed my whole world because I, I went from, I tell myself, or in my book, the Genius, I called myself a, you know, one of the 40 second wonders, you know, it's 40 seconds left in the game. Coach looks at you and goes, hey, go out there and show me what you got. And all you do is watch the clock go down for 40 seconds. That was me before I started visualizing. And by the time I graduated, I was a three sport captain, got a track scholarship at college. And, you know, and I think it all started with visualizing myself in those situations and just by doing that, my grades improved. And uh, so for me, it's a passion. I believe everyone is a genius. We just Mm -hmm. need to activate their brain's potential. Not Mm -hmm. everyone can be, you know, it'd be like calling a a fish a a failure if they can't climb a tree, you know, fish swim, you know, squirrels climb trees. So we got to, we got to find out what is our real gift. You know, once we find our gift, then we've got to activate it. And I believe every person listening to my voice, whatever you're going through, that's your incubator for your superpower. Because you're, you're going through that so that once you conquer it, achieve your outcome, you're healthy. Now you can share with others because we're in a sick world right now. And we're not getting the right information out there, especially with mainstream media. I mean, they're just totally so far off the mark that, uh, you know, people just last year, they said that more people spent money on alternative medicine than uh, allopathy, which was one of the first years that ever happened. And I think that it's just going to keep happening because people want to take back their power of health. You know that's where I'm at.
0: I, I I agree. I think that now that people can see that there are different avenues of information which you've been giving, and people out there that are listening right now, they just want more information to be to bring it into their repertoire or their bag of skills that they can give. And one of the biggest things that many times we get here at the uh, the institute is, and even at the office is, can we basically have uh, a time where you can talk about how well the brain, like you said, meditation and entrainment. Can you train your mind and your brain? And I know you can talk about that, Doc, about how it can improve your health. So I know we're dumb, just jump, jumping right into this. But the people have to want to know when we talk. Like we're going to talk about your program, and I want to talk about what is brain entrainment. What is like this idea of like training your brain? Can you give us a, a description?
1: When we think about our brain, there's five primary brain waves. I we usually talk about six because we add in uh, sensory motor rhythm as well. But each of these, from from gamma to Beta to sensory motor rhythms to alpha to theta to delta. These are all electronic signals. So when you think about your brain, we can't measure those in the same way. Uh, we have to put something on the head typically to do that, right? Mm-hmm. But now we know through ECG, we can measure that through the heart because the heart is the is actually the controlling brain. They now know so that that forty thousand neutrino cells through. That's why heart rate variability has become so popular. We can tell what the rest of the body doing because the heart sends twice as many signals to the body as the body does to the heart. So what? yeah, so when you, when you think about the heart, you know, they say that more heart attacks happen on Monday morning than any other day of the week because people don't have their heart in their jobs. You know, think about that. So these kind of things. So when we think about brainwave entrainment, each of these brainwaves has a responsibility. So let's start from the very top. Gamma's the new kid on the block, but people are talking about it. Lou Tai, which I was able to visit in, at MIT She came out with a study that showed blue light flickering at forty hertz frequency would increase gamma by six percent, and she got a ten million dollar grant to prove that. Well, we went and visited her, and I showed her that brain tap on average gets twenty one percent (laughs) gamma improvement, and and that's with any session really, because gamma getting exposed when we talk about brainwave entrainment, it's not one brainwave is master; it's all brainwaves have certain responsibilities, so. When gamma is, think of gamma like the bass drum in a -hmm. band, it's going to keep the orchestra playing. But it also, uh, when people visualize, there used to be an old commercial where the guy would sing and break a glass, you know, that's that's resonance. Well, each of these frequencies has a resonance. And so it's going to basically communicate like a Wi-Fi network, but healthy through the rest of the body. And so gamma, when it's resonating at that 40 hertz and higher frequency, it's actually breaking down that amyloid plaque which is going to help the the neurons and the axons and all those things get our brain working right. Because it's just like anything else. A lot of people talk about uh, crystallization of our pineal gland and things like that. Well, Mm -hmm. that that crystallization is happening everywhere in our body if we're not detoxing and cleaning out the system. So gamma is really important. Now, beta is usually the bad guy. People look at beta and say, oh, no, this is bad. You know, that's where stress is. But the reality is if we didn't have beta, we'd get nothing done in this world. So we need to to have beta, but I call it the reactionary mind. What happens is people get off track and they start thinking that beta is the key. Now, each of these brainwaves also triggers neurotransmitters. And what I mean by that is the brain gets into a certain field of electrical information to the body. Then the body hears that informational signal and starts to create neurotransmitters primarily in the gut. You know, 95 to more percent of the neurotransmitters are made in the biggest brain in the body, which is our gut brain. Mm. So when when we think about that beta can cause that gut brain to go offline and this is what this is why when the doctors used to say when you take nutrition you have very expensive urine the reality is that you have expensive urine if you're stressed out you know there's a when when you look at uh, Virginia Hunt who's passed away now but she worked at California University she did a study with about prayer in meals mm-hmm. and she showed that if you pray before a meal or just calm yourself before a meal your body will metabolize and digest more of the food that you've consumed. Well, (laughs) being, being in, you know, neurophysiology, we know this because we're going to turn on the parasympathetic system, the rest digest in recover mode. So if you go into the meal stressed out, anxious, or you're watching TV news while you're eating, you're probably not going to get the best value out of your meal. So beta is necessary, but we only need about 45% of our brain activity when we're awake in beta. Unfortunately, and I'm going to jump to delta next because unfortunately, we've scanned about thirty thousand brains in the last ten years, and over fifty percent of them are in the high nineties in delta while they're awake. But over eight, the other there's thirty percent that are over fifty percent delta while they're awake. There's a saying: oh, masses are asleep. And we proved that, and what that shows us is two things. One, there could be a traumatic brain injury happening. Now, these are people coming into a clinic or we're testing them at trade shows. So in the process, we also know inflammation is big. Inflammation mm-hmm. shows up in the body. So the body's trying to shut down. So think of Delta as the deep recovery. Mm-hmm. And Delta is also responsible for turning on a system of the body that medical, the medical community didn't acknowledge before 2016. They didn't acknowledge the glial lymphatic system, which is our lymph system in the brain. Although physiology would teach us that anywhere there's a blood vessel, there's a lymph vessel. But for some reason, all physiology books before 2016, the lymph system stopped at the neck. Well, now we know the the reason that they didn't know about it was nobody looked at the lymph system while people were sleeping. When you're sleeping in level four sleep, you actually open up this glial lymphatic system and you start to detox. There are a few ways you can trigger this detox. Yes. Like lasers, low level light therapy, they can trigger this detox. There's also, of course, supplementation you can take if it breaks through the blood brain barrier. But that beta, two thirds of the world right now is not sleeping. So if you're a practitioner out there and you're not dealing with sleep, you're missing a big opportunity because everything else you do, if people aren't sleeping, their body's not going to function at its highest level.
0: Doc, I love that. The other, I love this is like the part I love. Okay. So you said the beta would need it if we're like, we nothing would need to accomplish. Delta is where you need to be in to get that glial area to like drain out of their brain. You had to get in the Delta. Yes. Okay. Okay. And so with brain tap, and I know we're going to go into the, I love this talk about the different waves. So Delta to get deeper into that brain tap. And we're going to talk about that later would actually help people get deep, deeper into Delta as well. Is that right? Is that correct?
1: Yeah. So I'll, and we're talking about brain entrainment. The two brain waves that we, we talk about most at brain tap are alpha and theta. Now we call alpha the intuitive mind because we need about 30% of that when we're running around everyday life. The Mm -hmm. more gamma somebody has and the more alpha somebody has, the better problem solver they are and also the less pain they'll experience. So when I'm working with somebody for pain control and we're going to see those people that have a lot of pain typically have a lot of beta activity and low levels of theta and gamma, which means their body isn't producing acetylcholine or GABA. These, these, two, these two neurotransmitters are responsible for helping us feel good, feel in love, give us flow. There's 54 different neurotransmitters. We're not going to talk about all of them, but at, and at we just finished a study that we're going to be publishing from Brazil. Three different studies on pain control where the government of Brazil, the INVISA, which is their FDA, actually funded a quarter million dollar study with BrainTap to prove that we could replace opioids as uh, because opioids of course there's a lot of negatives to those so what we did in three studies is we proved brain tap was better if they did one brain tap session a day 90% of the people in the study were pain free and they can't say that with drugs the placebo is 40% so when you think about uh placebo effect you know we've we've well went beyond that and we did that with just our sound so when i talk about brain training with sound because the the study was so large that we didn't give them all headsets to use we we gave them the app, um, yeah. but those two brainwaves are super important. And then as we grow older, there's a brainwave between beta and alpha. It's called sensory motor rhythm. And this is especially important for those chiropractors out there, because this has to do with your vestibular system. This is the brainwave of balance. Mm-hmm. So we actually used our balance tracker. We've done several studies where we showed the elderly that didn't have good balance that we, when we gave them. We did two different studies in the study. We, we showed, first we did physical exercise and then mm. they did the brain tap, which is best. And then we did just the brain tap. We got a result with just the brain tap, but we got a phenomenal result when they did the exercise before. And then they did brain tap to recover. And mm. recovery is so key. So how brain entrainment works, think of it like, uh, there's a word out there that most of your listeners probably know. It's called neuroplasticity. Mm-hmm. So, when we talk about neuroplasticity, that's our brain's capacity to do work based on energy. Mm-hmm. So, if we, when we're measuring, it, let's say we're going to use the Wabi, which is a device to measure uh, QEG and things of like that, and we measure the energy across the frontal lobe, what we're going to find in a dementia patient, and this is 100%, I've never seen it not be this way, the left hemisphere is going to have less voltage than the right hemisphere which in essence means like a computer, the left hemisphere is moving slower than the right. Mm-hmm. Now we can't have that even off by a decimal point. You know, mm-hmm. If it's off by anything, then all the information that's the brain basically is a compiler of data. So all the data is stored there. Mm-hmm. Um, for instance, we take in 25,000 pieces of information through our hearing, 2,000 through our eyes. All of this information is stored all the time. All, mm-hmm. all those billions of bits of information. But our conscious mind is only dealing with seven plus or minus two, right? So we, we don't get involved in the heartbeats and breathing and, until we get exhausted or we get frightened and things of that nature. So with entrainment, what we're talking about is we're going to put people into physiological conditions. Mm-hmm. We're going to measure their brain and we're going to see how they respond to those. Now, a lot of people would use neurofeedback, which we're big believers in. And I teach people how to use that at the college. But neurofeedback is only a good way to test where your brain's at. There's been no long-term study, and I, I throw this out usually when I talk. If somebody finds one and gives it to me, I'll pay a $1,000. You give me a study that shows neurofeedback worked after six months. You know, the, the change they got from that. Now, we have studies that show the baseline change lasted for over six months. In our mm-hmm. dementia study, it did. We had 49% neuroplasticity in six weeks. So we were able to train them using light, sound, and vibration. Might, some of the listeners might be wondering, how does this happen? What ha- what goes on? Well, just like a timing light in the old automobiles, when you time the car engine to run, yeah. we have receptors in our eyes. The, the mitochondria, actually, we have three hundred times more mitochondria in our eyes than we do in our brain. So our eyes are designed to collect light energy. And so when when it and we're going to use cranial nerve too. So you cannot you can have, you want your eyes closed. Although some people have them open, it's not as pleasant with your eyes open. It won't hurt you, but it's better if they're closed. And what what happens is whatever the frequency of that light flash is, so in the eyes, we use earth frequencies, because if if you and I were on a spaceship moving toward earth, we would, and we wanted to measure the frequency of the earth, it would be between 0.5 and 100. If we were near a volcano going off, it'd probably be 70, 80, maybe 90. If it's violently going off, it could be up to 100. If we were in the city of New York, let's say in a busy afternoon, it'd be high beta, If we were in a mountaintop, you know, walking in Colorado in the tree lines, we'd be about 7.8. If we were sitting by the ocean, it'd be a thousand. Now, when people go, well, what does that have to do with our brain? Our brain also has evoked potential of 0.5 to 100, which means it's always measuring its environment and matching it. This is the problem we have with things like 5G. 5G is hitting our cells at 50 million pulses per second. So our brain is trying to figure out what's this frequency trying to tell me to do, because these frequencies, like usually from the light, from the sun and the frequencies of things. For instance, if we go to sleep at night, they say if we go to sleep any hour before 12 is where two hours after. That's because the frequency that it tells our body to make melatonin. We make more melatonin before 12 than we do after, and we stop making it after two o'clock. So This is just one thing I, I like to tell people that Superman isn't the only one who gets their energy from light and especially light from our sun. <laughs> you know, we we all get that and it's telling our body what to do. And all you have to do is look at today at two o'clock in the afternoon, wherever you're at, when you have that physiological low, which happens to everyone, just some people are such high energy, they don't notice it. But most people will have a noticeable low. That's why there's tea time in England and people in America scramble for coffee, tea and chocolate at two o'clock. But it's really because these bodies were designed to live in the Serengeti. And we're supposed to be taking our naps at that time. You know, the, uh, but of course, especially here in America, we want to work hard, play hard, and you know have all the toys. So we're not going to take time to take a nap. So that's where Braintap comes in, and we do a deep recycle. We have deep recycle sessions for Theta in the middle of the day to, give, to help you recover. It's all about recovery, really getting the nervous system to recover because it's normal to build up stress during the day. But how do we unload that stress? The problem with most of the world right now is they're unloading that stress by watching television or drugs or alcohol or some other way. They're releasing that tension that they have in their body. We want to give them healthy ways to do that.
0: And in Theta, okay, so Theta when you in brain tap, when it's infused, um, when you're saying like that, that midday locus, everybody wants that coffee or that, that tea. So yeah. when you're starting to infuse that with brain tap, and hopefully I'm not repeating anything you said, but I'm just saying, how would you like infuse? What are some of the things that, like you say, take a nap would infuse theta? But is there things that people can do like in their waking hours that basically helps their theta as well? Because well, yeah. in Chinese medicine, they say it's like the kidney time. That's why people start to get really tired. And I'm, I'm trying to make the connection. This is really cool.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, your, your body needs to reboot. At that point, we we actually show uh, we did a study with Kansas City Sport, which is a professional soccer team that now has a 20 station brain tapping room because of this little exercise we did with them. With a professional athlete, if you're a doctor working with one, you should be able to do an HRV before their workout, after their workout. Then four hours later, they should be back to their baseline before their workout. So we did this study with them and we showed them, yeah, these were elite athletes. Of course, they recovered. And uh, but what we what we did was we showed them if they did a brain tap before they left, they'd get even better recovery and they get it in 20 minutes. So we proved that to them. In return, they built out a 20-station brain tapping room so that people could do lymphatic drainage and brain tap at the same time before they leave. Of course, soccer players are, you know, their legs are just probably full of lactic acid and all of that yeah. while they're running and things. So it's a way to do that. But we we showed also uh we did a study where we showed that we could increase the energy because of that study, just in the normal people. We did a, we did a productivity study with Julia Arndt with, the, with top producers at like Google and Microsoft. Mm-hmm. These were the top 1% of the 1%. They measure even keystrokes and all of that. And so what she did is she got really good results with it, but we had these, these top producers. These were the, everybody would look at them and say, these are the best, the best. We were able to improve their uh, depression score by 70%. They were clinically depressed. When they took the testing, they didn't even know it. They were so busy being busy. And we did that because of the great there's this great exodus out of you know these companies because they don't want to be stressed out anymore. And what we showed them is by adding in a 20-minute brain tap session, we actually improved their productivity score by 19%, which was phenomenal. These were already one percenters. Uh, so when you think about brain entrainment, what we're talking about is, first of all, happiness is a direct relation to the energy you have. So when you're a doctor and you're helping them to improve their energy, they're going to love you because we live in an energy economy. If we don't have energy, we can't have fun with our friends, our kids, our grandkids, whatever we're doing out there, we suffer. And a lot of people, unfortunately, in that high delta I talked about earlier, these are the people we know that come home, they sit on the couch, next thing you know, they're sleeping, somebody's waking them up for dinner they eat dinner they go back to the couch and before eight o'clock nine o'clock they're sleeping again and then when they go to bed they can't sleep because they've disrupted that that natural rhythm of of cycles that we have
0: so when you develop brain tab and i want a two-part question doc so like when you develop the technology i know that you're talking about like how did you like how did you piece it together but i also want to know like um also, people out there are going to want to know, like, what, what, all the, what are all the conditions that it can treat? Like, what sure. can these things do? So I know it's a two-part question. Can you answer that for us?
1: Sure. First of all, there's probably nothing that a doctor is seeing you for that we don't have a session with because we have 3,000 clinics and doctors, no matter if I had 5,000 sessions, a doctor would say, hey, how about a session for this? I can tell you right now because <laughs> <laughs> these doctors are so creative. You know, they're, they're working with problems that the medical groups just say, go home, like dementia. They say, go home, get ready for Alzheimer's. I mean, that's the craziest thing I've ever heard. Our brain can improve at any age. So we, we do a lot with cognition. We have mind over menopause. We have a lot of things for women that we're, we're increasing that library, but we also do a lot with sports. We have ours. Our, when you go to Seminole College, if anybody's been researching us, they'll see that Seminole College, we helped their golf team three years in a row, national champions. Uh, they even gave us a page on their website talking because they use it for client recruitment for, for student recruitment. Because the girls in the study, they have the highest GPA of anyone in the sports programs at Seminole College. It's because they're, they're working on their brain every day, you know, doing brain taps. So we're hoping to get into more colleges there. We have stop smoking, weight loss, pain control, you know, pretty much all of these different things. And it all has to do, if stress is causing you the problem, what we like to say is if, if it exacerbates the issue, like most people will notice when they're in more pain, when they're stressed out, that's because of higher beta. We're going to help to lower that. Now, the, um, let's go back to your other question, because it kind of slipped my mind there as <laughs> I got into that.
0: <laughs> no, like when you develop the technology, like, it's oh, like yes, when you yes. developed it, like yeah. as you, as you started to develop it, because people are going to know, like as you develop out there they're listening, like how do you develop it? And, and I'm not trying to add too much on like the question, but it's also like, what are the mechanisms? You know what I mean? Like what mechanisms, like how do you develop? What are the mechanisms that input brain tap into the body?
1: I'll tell you what I created specifically, but then, you know, just like everyone else, you stand on the shoulders of giants, people before you have done things. So I was fortunate enough to meet a group called <clears> a Light Sound Research while they were working with a guy who had a machine called the SILS, sensory input learning system. And that system you had to run by hand and you would look at skin temperature, like hand temperature, respiration, heart rate, things of that nature. It was, it was more biofeedback, but mm-hmm. you would manage the lights with by that way. Now, sound started with silva. The silva method had the silva sound, which would be known as an isochronic tone. If you're wondering if you've ever heard an isochronic tone, everybody on this call has. If you've been near a waterfall, you've been near a body of water, you've been walking through the forest. These are all residents. Like uh, in, in Japan, they actually call it forest bathing when you go for a walk in the, in the woods. So our body responds to these resident frequencies. So what we did was we took these earth frequencies and we said, how can we mimic them? because our brain processes all data. And this was a a fact I just learned a couple of months ago. Uh, Our brain, when it, I knew we we would process about 2000 pieces of information, but I didn't know our eyes send 10 million pieces of information per second to the brain. So the neuroscientist in the article was saying, we make all this up. And they know that we render 80% of reality because it's happening too fast for, for our limited conscious minds to process. So, what are wow. we seeing? You know, yes. we, we, we all have blind spots. So, part of that's happening there. So, what we did at first with the cells was Dr. Robinson. Unfortunately, he passed away very early on when I met them. I mean, not even a week into it. And they were all bummed out. What am I going to do? They're all upset. And it's one of those things like divine guidance because uh, I went to school for electronics, right? So, mm-hmm. here I am. I got this piece of equipment. I said, you know what? Uh, where are you going to go after this? Because I met him in Vegas. And they said, "Well, we have family in Scottsdale. We're gonna we're gonna go there and figure out what our next move is." I said, "You know what? I have an office in Scottsdale. That's where I operate. Why don't you come on over? I have some empty rooms. Let's let's see what we can do with this." Because it was ten thousand dollars, and this was in nineteen eighty six. You know that was might as well have been a hundred thousand. I couldn't afford it, but I got a chance to play with it in my clinic. And then we started working with another engineer because I kind of oversold myself on what I could do, but I brought in another engineer and talking and we started building a prototype. That prototype was a small little box that we built with pieces from Radio Shack. And I started playing with it just to work it out. And then something called the EEPROM chip came out. This is actually a programmable chip. It was about three inches long, much different than today. You could fit probably a thousand of those in that space now. But we would build these in the back office And I started selling them to my patients. And of course, to Lene and Larry, the two partners in light and sound research, they're like, people are buying these? I said, yeah. And then we took it to Consumer Electronics Show. This was just light and just sound. We only had 10 programs and those programs were mostly trained to alpha. Some would go to theta. We didn't know how to measure it. Then they came out with a thing called the Mind Mirror, which was one of the first uh, EEGs. That could measure right and left hemisphere and uh, across the brain, and we hired Ann Weiss, who wrote the book *The Master Brainwave*, yeah. and, she, and she started helping us to develop these things. And then, like all stories, there's a downside to it. We, when we went to the Consumer Electronics Show, we won the best new gadget of the year. It should have been exciting times for the company. We sold thirty thousand units, but. I think every store sent them back because this isn't a product you can just put on the shelf and people go, "You know what I'm looking for some brain fitness today," you know, back this is back in the 80s. Nobody even, I mean, we were like aliens coming from another planet <laughs> or something. And so, um the company didn't make it. That company didn't make it. And what I did is I went to I had my company which was a it's called Positive Changes at the time, and I went to the factory. I said, don't, don't get rid of all these. Don't scrap them. Don't take the loss. I'm going to sell these. He goes, you're going to sell 30,000. You know, we called it the MC square at that time. Cause we're my first book, Awaken the Genius has a cover of Einstein flying through space. I really like, you know, his thinking, what he calls thought experiments, you know, cause that's kind of what we're doing. But anyway, what happened was I started a franchise company to sell them because you have to put people on this equipment to demo it really. Now with the internet, we can just have them listen to the app. You know, they can download the app and play it and they can try it out in their own home for free before they do anything. So that's how we did it. And then I sold that company. And then in 2014, I was moved to San Francisco. I now live in New Bern, North Carolina, but I, I had moved in 2006 when I sold my company to San Francisco. I was just doing some speaking and some consulting and things. And um, I thought, I want to build, I want to rebuild what I did back in the eighties, but I want to make it better. And I want to make it one piece of equipment because it used to be three pieces of equipment,
0: you know, it had
1: all these wires. So with technology, we were able to put it all together. And during that time, I met a woman who was a student of mine actually at quantum university. She was, and she was an adult learner. She was already a speech pathologist and she, she wanted to do her dissertation on autism. So we started working with autistic kids in some kids would respond well to it, some wouldn't. But I said, what if we uh, use Noge frequencies through the ears and pulse the light? So we did that with the autistic kids and they started, I mean, basically the parents go, there's no way my kid's going to put that on their head. But as soon as they put it on about two minutes into it, they're passed out. The parents are going, I'm not going home till I get one of those. I can't <laughs> believe it. They're, they're, going, they're no longer still. So When we, when we develop the ear lights, which really freaks people out now, you being with in acupuncture and Chinese medicine, you understand there's meridians, but most people don't know that there's energy, uh, like highways where the energy runs through the body, And those are part of the problem we have. It's not hundred percent, but part of it is that the highway gets clogged, right? And the energy doesn't flow. And that's why acupuncture is so uh, impressive and how it works but we're going to do it with light because a lot of our doctors were doing it with lasers in the ears, hitting the meridian, mm-hmm. things like that. So what I did was I added that piece. That's something that we patented or it's in patent pending right now because mm-hmm. we synchronized it with the tones, everything that binaural beats are doing with sound yeah. we're doing with light. And what's isocratic tones are doing with light. We're pulsating with those in the ear lights. Those are pulsating through the seven nosier frequencies that uh, he's the guy who founded iridology. So, uh, just like they have iridology, they have iridology. So
0: it's amazing. Like when you get that, the the app though, doc, okay. So you can go and can you tell us like the app. And so do you just go to your website and I'm not trying to shoot forward too fast on this and they can get the equipment and they can start this off and they display like a subscription or something to the the app. Is that what they do?
1: The best way to start is to go to braintap.info and you can download my book for free. It's called Thrive and Overdrive. It's, it's a, it's not, It's not a web book. It's a real book that you can Mm -hmm. buy on Kindle, but you can, you can, it's a PDF version. You'll download, you can use it on your Kindle, on your, on your phone or your tablet. That'll explain the technology and why this is the time we need this kind of brain fitness. Mm -hmm. And then they can 15 days free on the app and you don't even have to put a credit card in there. So you can go in there. It's just a way for me to give it away. Try it out. If you're like 90% of the people that try it out, you're going to want to buy a subscription. And then, if you want to buy the headset, you can do that. And then, if there's clinics out there that are looking at how they could integrate this into their uh, clinical platform, then we can also share with them information about that because there's a different program for clinics than individuals.
0: Oh, that's great because I know a lot of practitioners, even by myself. Like I've been looking at BrainTap and and uh, wanted to get more involved into this because I know many of individuals out there who suffer from like chronic infections, um, and uh, in, or they have clients that have that. And I know that I've even with uh, the small amount that I've had of my patient stock that I've gone out and done di- like different types of neurofeedback and such and have really great results. And this is something that I know would interest many people. Like whenever we talked about this brain entrainment and having the light being a-, a source, like in Chinese medicine, they always say like, um, the ears are always associated with the kidneys. And if you can stimulate the ears, the kidneys are huge about energy production and grounding. So the stronger the kidneys, the stronger the life force. Now, I was going to ask you with this movement ahead, how do you see, and maybe this is another question that maybe Loth tried, but I think like frequency medicine in this way is like the wave of the future. I think that light and sound is like what is going to be moving. What do you see in the future as this is going? Like, do you see like how many years it's going to be like bigger? What do you see like the vision well, I, in our, well, I think our industry?
1: People like Brazil. Uh, Some American uh, colleges are now getting involved, too, in the major research. I mean, with photobiomodulation in the brain and frequency medicine, I think eventually it will be something like Star Trek. They'll go, just like when the doc, when doc said, you're going to cut into his brain, how barbaric, you know, it's (laughs) like the, the body, we are energy systems. One of the things I love to share now that I was interviewing Dave Asprey just a little while ago. Uh, this I has been now a year ago. And he told me something about biophotaic exchange. And I, so I went and researched it. Mm-hmm. This is an exciting part of studies that most doctors never learn about because we are light beings. We have, of course, we have this electrical system and that, but now through the dura and through the uh, myofascial um, fibers, they, they think of that now as uh, fiber optics that light passes through in 2003, when they developed, and look, everybody's getting into gene therapy, right? So how do we turn genes on and off? Well, they now know that when they map the genome, they only map 1%. So they didn't map the genome. What they mm-hmm. did was they I mean, 1%. I mean, could you imagine having a map of the United States? It's only 1% of it. I mean, what are you <laughs> going to do, the, the tip of Florida or something? The, uh, but what they now know, because we have technology that can do it is every 40 seconds, based on a light pulse coming from your mitochondria, It's educating the cells around you, you are changing your genetic makeup every 40 seconds. Every, every genetic pair is being updated every 40 seconds based on the food you consume, the thoughts you think, everything in your environment. Basically, you're either, when you consume the right foods, when you're moving and breathing, when you have great brain fitness, you're, you're more, you're in a better place to show up as your best genetic cell. If you're eating junk food, negative thinking, sitting on the couch, you're probably turning on those negative genes. So like
0: for the people who are listening, and I know you described it well. So you're saying like, if the mitochondria, which are your energy production, your body takes into account the environmental stressors, either whether it's good or bad, and it makes accommodations from that light receiving that information. And it turns on certain genes to say like this is a good stress. Or this is bad stress. So you, it really depends on that. Oh my goodness. Yes. So that the light though, can change how the mitochondria operate basically. Right.
1: One of the this is so big now when you're talking about where are we going with this? Most people know who Tom Brady is, right? Yeah. The football player. Well, he has a recovery wear. he calls it tb 12 recovery wear. Well, yeah. my science officer designed that clothing and what it is. It's it. And I have a bunch of the t-shirts as well. It's, There's ceramics in the t-shirt because every person emits 8, 10 to 860 nanometer light. Every Mm -hmm. person listening to this, you are broadcasting light. So especially those healers out there, the more light you broadcast, you are actually sending signals to those people around you. So it's not, you don't just slough off this virus or whatever. It's whatever you are, you show up. You are actually, when you're around people, people change when they're around you. So certain people have more healing energy. There's one study that my, Science officer delivered to me that I'm I'm going to be writing about is they did a study where they showed people in gratitude, love, and peace actually broadcast 200 times more light from their heart center than people who are in stress and grief and frustration. And I wanted to make the point: if you're watching the news, you're it's basically like an energy vampire. You know, they're they're sucking the life out of you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's okay to be in the know, but you don't want to be consumed by. You know, some people say they they consume all this information. Well, the news unfortunately consumes us. It creates mm-hmm. a stress cycle. And there's something called psychoimmunology that is triggered. Our psychology actually triggers our immune system. We have a very intelligent immune system. It mm-hmm. can do incredible. things. Look at, look at Wim Hof. He can be injected with poisons and breathe it out of his body. You know, if he can do it, that means that we can all do it if we're willing to put in the time and energy and effort that Wim Hof did, you yes. know, the, the, the problem is most people don't want to put the time, energy, and effort into it. And then they say, that's not possible. Mm. Well, it's possible with the right information. That's why, you know, people like Dr. X and, and those that are sharing information about, uh, I love ancient traditions. That's what I tell people. I take ancient traditions to make modern technology. Yes. Because we, we lived healthier. The problem was we didn't live as long because we had a lot of infant mortality. So the numbers weren't there, but people lived a lot healthier. I mean, I had family in Iowa that, I mean, if they didn't live to 90 years old, they were like, "What? what's wrong? I mean, they were, they were farmers, you know, they're out there working all day doing their doing their job.
0: And really, when you talk about the reflector of light, I think that when you say like ancient remedies and such, um, I know like we're getting close to time and I want to make sure that I wanted to hear more about like where we can get this technology. But I think that when you talk about like even herbs and spices, the one thing I find in the office is that many individuals will say, um, hey, hey, doc, like, why um, why are you giving me lower amounts of this supplement or this herb or this spice? I said, one of my mentors told me this, they, go, and they corrected me on this a long time ago. They were like, you're forgetting it's packets of energy. When you give an herb or a spice, it's literally how does it resonate with the body? So the body needs reminders of information throughout the week. So it doesn't have to have it two or three times a day. Maybe it needs once every three days. And so it really intrigued me about, like you say, the reflectivity of light. And it's really about voltage on the skin and through the skin, because now uh, I've been finding that whenever they did a study about, when they talked about, they were finding meridians and, but they were doing like, I think it was in Russia. They were doing a lot of experiments where they were showing how voltage traveled through certain channels Mm -hmm. of the body. And I was like, and how everything's like fiber optics. And I was like, man technology mirrors neurology. Like it's it's crazy how much they think it's like, oh, we got this iPhone. I was like, no, it basically mirrors what the brain and the whole body's trying to do. And uh, what, like when people want to know about these brain waves, because I'm so intrigued about Delta, Theta and Beta. What book, like I know you talked about Thrive and, and like in, in, instead of surviving, which books are specifically on those that can, they can get that information?
1: Well, that, that book is, that book will give them a good understanding of it. There's all, if they want to know about the techniques for using that, I wrote a book called Discover the Language of the Mind. And it talks more about it. It talks more about NLP and the actual processes. And it has my core techniques in there. And I have scripts in there that people can read for themselves. Because I believe your voice is the best one for you. If you can start talking to yourself. They say we speak to ourselves about 80,000 words a day and 60,000 are negative. Well, we need to upgrade that thinking. you know. And that's when people go, I don't think that's possible. Well, our subconscious is basically designed to protect us. And the evolutionary process hasn't been kind to those that don't participate in being aware. Mm-hmm. So a lot of our fear is based on heredity. You know, like that's why Maslow has his law of hierarchy of needs. So we need to get people out of that survivor mode and get them in that thriving mode. And then, then their body will show up better. They'll show up better. I mean, most people will agree when you're out of stress, you act better you know everything's better cake tastes better love is better you know all those kind of things you know so.
0: now i think that whenever like we i remember we talked about another interview where we talked about like you say everything's done better whenever you can actually get the brain to be in harmonized an uh, harmonized area now one thing that's been hit my head when you do the brain tap we're talking about alpha, beta, theta, and delta. Do all of those, like, does this train them to all be equal? Or do you find that one wave needs to be higher than the other? Is it, it dependent on the individual? Like some people say like, does one of my, does mine delta need to be higher or, you know, my theta need to be higher?
1: Yeah, what we know is that about 90% of America needs theta training. That's mm. why they're not sleeping. Uh, but if, we, if you do have a, a heart rate variability, you can pretty much know what you would need. What we, what we do is there's specific ones we can train,
0: mm-hmm. but if
1: not, we have certain protocols we know that just generally are going to improve. So I tell people, when you go to one of our doctors, they can dial it in because they might have a QEG, like a WAVI a or NeuroInfinity or some device that can show brainwaves. And they can say, we have specific training for each of these brainwaves from all the ones I talked about. So we also paired that with Solfeggio frequencies. So we have the 10 Solfeggio frequencies for each brainwave and also different time durations. Like we have 10-minute ones for the morning. or we, we did 11 minute just because of sacred numbers and that. So we did 11, like 11-11. That's the morning session. So you wake your brain up. We did, there's 22-minute sessions that are more for the afternoon. We have 33-minute sessions that are more for sleeping. So, so they just take you and put you to sleep. So, but through all of different trainings, except for the Delta training, uh, we're going to cycle you through alpha and theta a lot mm-hmm. because we need to as you go through each of these different neurotransmitters, we're going to have they're going to be triggering the production of those in the gut. So gamma's not gamma's going the other way. So we've got to get you through beta. So um a lot of people we we have sessions that go all the way up to 75 uh, cycles per second. To, wow. And we've had people have psilocybin trips without a psilocybin. We did a we did a study with Dr. Uh, David uh, Rosenthal out of Dallas with, um, for PTSD with vets, and they were gonna do it with, with uh, psilocybin and brain tap. And then we had a number of the vets that said, hey, I don't wanna do a psilocybin, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm an addict and I don't, wanna, I don't know enough about a psilocybin, that's Dr. Rosenthal. And then I said, well, you know, what we can do is let's map a few people on a psilocybin with the QEG, and then I'll create a brain tap session that mimics it. So those are the gamma sessions we have. So people have, are experiencing, because they, the receptors are in the brain. So when those receptors get triggered, we have the experience. Just like every cell of your body has DMT in it. Mm-hmm. So people are taking DMT, uh, but if you, take, if you get enough GABA, which is, happens in theta and in uh, gamma, that GABA is a precursor to your body making DMT. So people will visualize better. They'll have deeper and better dreams especially if they, as they sort out their past, you know, one of the things there, there's a really good book I recommend that everyone read. It's uh, emotions buried, never die because every physical ailment has an emotional connection and we've got to disconnect that somehow. And so we're going to do it from a, a high level. Each of the sessions or series are going to take you through an NLP training where you're actually working on systems. So I tell people, we teach people how to think, not what to think. Then to give you an example, let's say that you have a problem with eating and you do great Monday through Friday, but on the weekends, the wheels come off the wagon, and you just go to town and we all know one bad, one or two bad days can blow the whole week. Mm-hmm. Right? So what we do is we have a session called weekend weight loss and it focuses on that and finds the underlying positive intention behind the behavior. I'm a firm believer that every behavior demonstrated, even though it doesn't show up as positive, there's an underlying positive reason for it. Like smoking, for instance, might be, they think they're relaxing. Now, the reality is they aren't. I mean, it's, it's like taking a hammer out and uh, you have pain in your right thumb. So you hit your left thumb with a hammer, but it, but the reality is it, it's a defocusing program. So, but if we could teach them to do that without the cigarette, get the same result without the cigarette, meeting that positive intention, they would never smoke because everyone knows, I don't, I've not heard anybody that says, I'm going to take up smoking so I can live to be 140. You know, I've never heard that yet. You know, everybody knows when you you know you could live to be a hundred and you smoke. At your funeral, they're going to be saying, "Wow, I wonder how old he could have been." You know, that's when you know you're doing something wrong. You know, it's like if if, if they can say that about any of your behaviors, it's time to change those. You know, unless you right. want to shorten your life, you know, that's the the re, the reality.
0: I, I think that people out there listening, I'm Doc. I, I'm going to get on this as well because I know patients that need to do this as well. So I'm going to start doing that and documenting it myself because I think that you know, when you say about uh, individuals that do this kind of work or they're in healthcare themselves, I think the people out there that are health coaches and health practitioners need to do this as well for their own, I hate to say sanity, but it really is. It's like for your brain to like to heal. Um, Doc, I mean, these are such good information and you have such good research. And you said now the, the website that they can find you is brain tap info. What other, what other means can they, they, can go they find to you?
1: Dr. Patrick Porter. That's my, my website and I have links back to brain tap and to what we're doing, we have a calendar of events where I'm going to be at. There on YouTube, there's a lot of reels, a lot of sh- short videos where I'm just giving brain tips. There's probably yeah. over a hundred now. They 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 cut up my talks a lot of times into little pieces, so they do that. And then they could they could check out uh, us on social media too. We do a lot on uh, Facebook at, at BrainTapTech, Tech at dr Patrick Porter. You know, there we usually share cross platform, although. A lot, I've been doing a lot of because of the stress out there. I did over 170 TV radio interviews last year. So, and we we post those out too. So, if you want to hear right now, we're talking about the airline industry out there because it, I don't know if you've been flying lately, but American has 30% less pilots. And so, they're oh, kind of, totally.
0: There's a, so many delays and everything out there that people are like telling, like, even I've had stuff i them, like, oh, goodness gracious, that's that's a big point right there, doc. I mean, and this is like, I mean, it's mind changing. I'll say this, um, people out there are waking up to the fact that they'd realize like my mind and my heart have a lot to do with my healing. You know, it's not a reductionist view of the body. And and I, I want everybody out there to check your books and check out your information because, you know, to heal their brain, is like the biggest thing. And I think that you made it very available through brain taps. So I want everybody out there to please go and check this out and start healing your brain. And, and, um, we really appreciate it, doc, that you've came out here and give us this information. I mean, this is so interesting to me about just sleep and alpha waves and theta waves. To me, it's just mind blowing what your body tries to do on its own. You know, like I was thinking the other day when you have your, your, um, your device, it's like, I know like some people just pass out and go to sleep but I'm like, man, it'd be pretty cool if you could just sort of relax and have that. Or even if you could uh, just have light. you know, in, in certain types of vibrations pulsing through your body while you, you know, you're sitting at home and it's not that hard just get the device so we really appreciate it though
1: well appreciate it yeah just try it out it's free you know the only thing you have to lose is all your bad habits and your stress so, so go, <laughs> go ahead and try it and then it, it does work very well with the app alone but of course if you like that you can you can get the upgrade by using the headset i think the headset's a really good
0: thing so Guys, please check them out. Everybody, uh, please give him a follow. And thank you, Dr. Patrick. We really appreciate your your help and your information today.
1: Well, it's great being here. Anytime you need me, I'm here.
0: All righty, take it easy. Thanks.